time for Baseball with the Bard. Hello, everyone, and good Sunday morning to you. As you can see, I am just a little emoticon this week. Unfortunately, we have had some snow issues this week, uh, so I cannot get to the studio at Joe's house, and my camera has been giving me issues. So you've got Noah and myself this week going live, and hopefully it will uh, not be too choppy for you guys. Noah's on some new Wi-Fi. Uh, so at the very least, we'll get the audio from both of us, and that's just going to have to suffice this week. But we are still here with Baseball with the Bard, a bit of a compressed episode this week, uh, and we will get it to you like we always do. Hello, everyone on Twitch. Hello, everyone on Facebook. Hello, everyone on YouTube. You can find us at Facebook on the Baseball with the Bard page, YouTube on the Bard and Cross Entertainment page, and on Twitch at the T-Bard 5195 page. We are at 124 followers now on Twitch. We are going Damn. up and over. We are trying to get to 150. So Noah and I, we just might be streaming a little bit later, playing some Madden for Super Bowl weekend. So if you are interested in uh, some Madden gameplay, maybe come on by and check it out. But Noah, hmm. more important, this has been an interesting week so far for uh for baseball and yes rachel we're you're glad we're live we're glad you're here thanks for joining us on twitch one of my beautiful mods over on twitch make sure if you come into twitch you must bow down to rachel rachel is one of the greatest of all time she actually made this beautiful emoticon that's being used for my voice today um so yes it has been an incredible time in the world of baseball this week Starting with the Texas Rangers trading Elvis Andrews. Mm. Um, I don't think anyone saw this one coming. And not only did they uh, lose Andrews, but they did sign Chris Davis, or as we like to call him, Crush Davis. Uh, mm. Noah, this was a move that I don't think anyone anticipated. What, what, did, what was your first thought when you saw this come over when I sent it to you? Uh, yeah, you know, you texted me this new breaking news here. I was shocked, to be completely honest, because I have um, Andrews's, you know, career here in front of me, and he's been with the Rangers since 2009. Yeah. 2009, Elvis Andrews has played for the Texas Rangers. So, I mean, for them to trade trade him away, it's almost baffling, to be completely it's honest. Just I a mean, staple of the organization, his time with exactly. – um, Beltre and all the guys he used to mess around with all the time. It, it's just a guy you never thought you'd see out of that Texas blue and gray. Yeah. And sure, you know, it's batting wise, it's a bit of an upgrade, but at the same time, he's just been a staple of Texas, you know, and, and playing in the, for the Rangers. So uh, do you want me to give you a quick lowdown of the stats? Yeah. Yeah. It, all right. So I'll do a bit please. of a comparison for you. So 2020 stats, which obviously are with a little bit of scrutiny because the the COVID season, but uh, 2020 stats for Elvis Andrews, his average was 194. His OPS was 582. Okay. Chris Davis's average was 200, not much better. And his OPS was 632, a little bit better. Okay. <laughs> but if we go back to a regular season, Davis's average was 220 with an OPS of 679. And then Andrews's in 2019 was 275 average with an OPS of 707. So okay, well, I just don't I don't know. I don't see why you would move a guy like Elvis Andrews out for a guy like uh Chris Davis. Davis. I just don't get it. 
Yeah, you know, this must have just been maybe a happiness factor. Like, uh, maybe uh, Andres didn't want to finish his career in Texas, or Chris wanted to move, or uh, there's probably factors that they're not including in just numbers. Mm. Um, this is probably a trade for uh, chemistry reasons. Um, that's the only thing I can think for, of that would make who? sense. I, I don't who? know. Maybe Chris Davis needed off of that team. Uh, uh, for some reason, like Elvis Andrews is beloved, obviously. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but going, sending someone like Elvis to the A's, a team that was very close last year uh, to making it further in the postseason, you get the, a veteran like this guy in there. That's that's pretty big news. Listen, don't you hate on the A's already? The season hasn't I'm, even begun. Tyler, the A's are going to get eliminated in the second, first or second round of playoffs, <laughs> just like they always do. Over For our audio done. listeners who only know our voices and have never seen our faces, Noah uh, just peeked around the image and gave a face at me. Uh, so, yeah, no, it, the A's are a legitimate team. Obviously, they have a way of losing in the playoffs every single year. So do the Yankees. Um, so, you know. But they make it there just as many times as the Yankees have over the last 10 years. Uh, so it is definitely a team to be uh, reckoned with. And I think a pickup of someone like Elvis Andrews' stature is big for them. Mm. Um, I don't know. Do do we think that – who made out better in this deal? Nobody. Do we think Texas made out better or that Oakland made out better? You think nobody? Changes absolutely nothing for either team. Really? Because, I, I mean, Chris Davis, we know him as, you know, that home run, that power guy that's just kind of stuck with his name even though he's been kind of average the last two years. Uh, yeah, and say. Elvis Andrews is like uh, just a massive leader and a massive presence in a dugout. Someone so, that you'd want in the in the dugout, even if he was just riding the bench, because mm-hmm. he's such a massive presence to have around, kind of like a Dustin Pedroia. Let um, me give you an let me give you a quick idea of the home run number, because that's what the argument is in saying that Chris Davis is going to be more of a home run hitter than Elvis Andrews. Okay. In 2020, yeah. which again, COVID season, I get it. But in 2020, Elvis Andrews had 111 plate appearances. Okay. Chris yeah. Davis had 99 plate appearances. They both okay, hit, th- hit three home runs apiece. Yeah. Three. Now, don't get me wrong. The year before that, Andrews hit 12 and Davis hit 23. And then in 2018, Davis hit 48. So could he do that again? Maybe. But it's been a steady decline. Yeah, it definitely has been. And, I mean, he's called Crush Davis for a reason. Um, We we know him for his ability to absolutely destroy the ball. Um, But it brings me back. You just made me think of something that we completely forgot to put in the script of um, a a presence on a team. The Red Sox Mm. uh, have parted ways. Dustin Pedroia has officially announced his retirement. Um, And as a Red Sox fan, I would feel remiss. To, to not say something on the podcast, we did mention it on uh, our page earlier this week that um, wishing him the best of luck in all of his future endeavors, as Vincent Kennedy McMahon likes to say. Um, I'm sure this is not the end of uh, his relationship with the Red Sox. Um, he will definitely be back probably as an infield coach of some sort, maybe a scout. Uh, and he is definitely going to be a presence in the Red Sox organization for the rest of his life. Uh, maybe not just the Red Sox. He'll be a presence in baseball for the rest of his life. Uh, and Pedroia, yeah. um, even Noah, I think, can wish you the best of luck. <laughs> even though he loved to hate on you his entire for your entire career. Um, and I know Papa Bard is very sad to see you go. Um, so we'll pour one out for Pedroia. 
best of luck to you. Happy retirement. And uh, we will definitely see you in the future. Um, the Yankees didn't lose any massive stars of, into retirement, which is nice uh, because you could have definitely lost uh, Brett Gardner this mm-hmm. offseason. And that didn't happen. So I'm assuming that the end of next season or the one after that will definitely be the end of his uh, oh, the yeah. end of his career. But you know whose uh, career is not coming to an end? In fact, it's probably just starting. No, I'm just going to let you take it away. Let's go. The Los Angeles Dodgers have signed Trevor freaking Bauer. Absolutely unbelievable news came out a couple days ago when I was driving home and Bleacher Report gave me the beautiful blessing on my phone of the news that Bauer signed in L.A. It actually happened. The 2020 NLC Award winner Trevor Bauer has signed with the Los Angeles Dodgers for $102 million over a three-year span. The deal is broken up. Weirdly, I sent Tyler actually a text of, uh, of a tweet that was tweeted out breaking down his deal. Uh, oh, perfect. See that? Look at that. You say it and it just happens. Uh, <laughs> Trevor Bauer, um, Mark uh, Mark Feinstein sends out, Trevor Bauer gets $102 million for three years from the Dodgers per source. He has opt-outs after each of the first two years, very Bauer-like. $40 million in 2021, $45 million in 2022. He'll be the highest played player in MLB history in 21, then again in 22. Um, and, you know, it gives praise to the um, Angels organization, their agent, and so on. So it's impressive. Uh, the Dodgers really did their job. The Dodgers really went out there and, and got the guy that they were looking to get. Apparently, the Mets, this is a rumor, actually offered him more. And Bauer chose the Dodgers, similar to what Kluber did when he chose the Yankees. Uh, he was offered more by other teams, and he deliberately said, I'm going to go to this team. And it's obvious why Bauer chose the Dodgers. It's absolutely obvious why Bauer chose the Dodgers, and it's right there. I mean, you got Bauer, Price, Kershaw, Bueller's not on the poster, but Bueller. I mean, that image there is terrifying if you're looking to face this team in any round of the playoffs. I mean, they have a one, two, three, four punch, Tyler. One, two, got three, some of the four. greatest greatest pitchers we've seen in baseball in the last 20 years. Um, all on the exact same team. And people are going to laugh at me for saying David Price deserves a spot in that field, but he does. Um, yeah. what, he did in, what he did in 2018 was fearsome. Um, and I think he does fit in right along with these guys. Uh, it is very, very scary uh, seeing this team. And uh, Noah uh, can tell you all, oh, good morning, Chris. Good morning, T-Bard and crew, he says. Good morning, Chris. Thank you for stopping in. Sheikha Sully, it is good to see you in the chat. Um, Noah can tell you just how upset I was when this <laughs> came through. I, I, the problem I have with this is the Red Sox and Yankees, there was literally a rule put in place to make it so the Red Sox and Yankees could not do exactly what the Dodgers are doing right now. And the fact that so many people are happy and okay with this team getting this freaking stack, adding probably the greatest uh, pitcher of last season into their lineup. Um, absolutely blows my mind. Uh, and I, I just, this contract, again, the one that we, Noah was talking about is a reason why baseball is just not fun anymore. All of these guys are absolutely ruining baseball contracts. And it's, they're all going to become entitled little babies. And what do we think is going to happen when someone like Juan Soto gets up and finally gets to have the massive, massive contract? Aaron Judge. You don't think Aaron Judge is going to be the highest paid right fielder in baseball? 
highest, never mind right fielder, highest paid player in baseball, Noah, I think you could agree with me that this is going to become a ridiculous and someone eventually is going to be getting a billion dollar contract. And if you don't think that that's ridiculous, I uh, don't understand your logic. I told you, Juan Soto is going to get like 560. For like insane. 560 for like half a billion dollars. He's going to get like 14 years. There should be a cap on contracts. You shouldn't be able to make more than $100 million. Yeah, it might be coming to that. Because I I don't know. It needs to. We're gonna we're gonna see that billion dollar contract probably in the next two days. Why are these guys, these athletes? Don't get me wrong, I've idolized these guys my entire life, but they shouldn't be making this kind of money. It is insane. Put that money to back into your broken and run down stadiums and fix them for the fans who are paying these guys contracts. No wonder Yankee Stadium, Fenway Park, City Field, Progressive Field can't be filled. Because all of your money is coming from us to come play, come watch your boys play. Stop paying the boys this much money, even out the teams, because I don't want to see a team win 130 games. It's not exciting. The 100, the 100 win season of 2018 for the Red Sox, Yankees, and Astros, that was exciting. To see three teams who are all on this God tier level. And to see the National League do kind of similar. We all knew the Dodgers were going to be the team to to make it. But we've known the Dodgers were going to be the team to make it for the last 20 freaking years. They've been mm-hmm. nearly unstoppable. Um, except, you know, they were like the Oakland uh, A's when it came to the playoffs. They would get knocked out super early. The Dodgers are going to win the World Series for the next five years yep. at Easy. this rate. Easy. And, and that's not exciting. I'm sorry, it's not. They're, we're going to get another Yankee organization where these guys come in and are just like, well, look at us with 74 rings. Oh, it's great. We absolutely love I just, I hate these big signings. I think it absolutely ruins the sport when there are just teams that have power way beyond that of other teams. And I just don't, people are like, oh, well, how fun will it be to watch them? Not, not fun. It's not fun to watch these guys, in my opinion. Mm. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, you and I disagree a billion percent on like, this. Why do you think it's fun? I just think it's funny that the Dodgers are just this good right now. They're they're just this smart. I mean, they did go over their luxury tax by $30 million, um, and they're going to pay for it. That's the point of it. Um, but the fact that they're in this position to really just be this good is unreal. It, it's unbelievable. Um, I don't know. I just have respect for the dudes that play the game on this organization. And I just think it's awesome. I just think it's, uh, I'm not going at any of the players. I know. I, I know. I enjoy I the play. I just think it's awesome. Uh, I think if you got this band of play band of dudes together who can play ball as good as they do, and we'll get into the power rankings in a little, uh, I think, I just think it's funny. I think it's great. I think Bauer said, Oh, I can go, go to the Mets and make more money. Nah, screw that. I'm going to go to the Dodgers and win a world series. Um, so I just, I don't know. I can't, I can't hate them because they're, because they're I, good. I, this I mean, is, you can. I just, I just this can't. This is an absurd statement coming from me, Noah. Get, brace yourself. You might need a seatbelt in your chair right now. I would rather see the damn Yankees win the World Series next year than to see the Dodgers even make the freaking playoffs. Mm. You see, I just freaking right there. I just, I, 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 I held it in. 
right now and, because I'm so annoyed by this damn signing. And I did think about that when uh, when I saw how angry you were. I knew how angry you were going to be because you said it the whole time leading up to it. Even Last like the, episode I said it. Yeah. I'm not going to watch baseball if they sign this man. Yes, he did say I, freaking. I um, did. I, I, you know what? I swear a lot on the wrestling show because on, on TNT, they swear. They, they swear all the time. But in, for baseball, I try to keep it a little bit more PG. And on my streaming for video games, forget it. Forget about it. Video games mm. trigger me a little bit. So you're going to get a little more uh, swearing um, over there. But we keep it family-friendly for baseball. With the bad. Yeah. <laughs> but one thing I did think about before uh, we even knew it was a fact that Oops, sorry. Um, Bauer was going to sign with the Dodgers was that if the Yankees and Dodgers are in the World Series, I'll actually get to cheer on the Yankees with you. It'll be very nice. <laughs> right? I'll be able to come over and be exactly. cheering for the damn Yankees. It'll be, it'll be just like when the Yankees faced the Astros in the championship round. Like, we actually got to, you know, like, both cheer <laughs> on the it, same right. team. It was not. It was yeah. great. Um, uh, so, yeah. Now, there's literally – the Yankees are now the third most hated team in the MLB. Uh, it's it's great. the Dodgers. Then the they passed the Astros. No, they didn't. Oh, that's – who – no? In your mind, maybe. Maybe. Maybe in, in my tier list, the Dodgers are public enemy number one, and then the Astros, and then the Stankies. Uh, and then probably, you know, I don't hate the Rays, really, I don't, but because of how good they are, I kind of do. Um, and that's just how it is. I, it's a respectful hate. I love to hate them. Um, but, man, Bauer, you can, you can just go crawl in a damn hole. I used to love you. I have your T-shirt. <laughs> yeah, we do. We do have a Bauer t-shirt. I, I'm not wearing it next season. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> if we go to a Houston game, I'm burning that. I'm going to be like, you know what? I'm on Houston's side now. Screw you, Trevor Bauer. Screw you. No, uh, I do love Bauer. I was I was hoping that I would get to see a Bauer pinstripe jersey because I would have bought that thing so quick. But I would have been more okay with that, honestly. Not anymore. Not anymore. But, but you know what? Let's just stop being yeah. so damn negative. We've got some power rankings to talk about. Um, but before we get to that, buddy, let's talk about some other positive things and the fact of other podcasts that you could find here on the Clovercrest Network. Clovercrest Media Group presents a CMG podcast. Keys yeah. to the city. Keys to the city, baby. When you see us, so you know. I crossed up by Colby. We'll float in Shaq. And then Shaq goes like this. And the rest is history. Pay attention. Don't tell me what to do, devil woman. Speaking of those Lakers. But I, but I, hold on, it's fun. But I didn't make my I didn't make I said Denver's going to win. Yeah, you did. You said that. There's no other show like that. Clovercrest is doing great things right now. Streaming everywhere. When I was 12 years old, I became a Jack Nicholson superfan. This happened almost overnight on an evening in February 1997 when I first saw The Shining. Here's Johnny! In those 20 plus years, I never stopped being a Jack superfan. I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! Get ready for You Don't Know Jack, hosted by me. Subscribe today on your favorite podcast platform. Welcome to Ivy League Murders. On this podcast, we focus on cases affiliated with the Ivy League, exploring the darker side of higher education. What happens when genius becomes evil? My name is Sarah Alcorn. I'm a Harvard graduate, and I've been a private investigator since 1999. Join me 
and longtime crime diva, Laura McDonald, for Ivy Lee Murders. Kyle and I. Okay, stay alive, Charlie. Stay alive. Stay alive. Just take your time. If you got to start jumping to keep yourself, do the slow jump. You'll keep yourself alive longer. Who was that? Was that you, Mick? Yes. Oh, I, I died. No! It's okay. okay. Alright, Kyle, me and you. We'll get the seventh win right now. Unicorn still holding on. Alright, alright. They're gonna take each other out, Kyle. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, well, there's a dino. Alright, Kyle, me and you, bud. Let's see what we got. Oh. All right, nice. seven personal wins today. That is insane. That is definitely the most I have ever had on. Yeah, we are also a uh, Twitch streamer when it comes to gaming. So along with the Clovercrest podcast on our network, personally, you can find some gaming, which you might see later, like we alluded to uh, with even the man himself, Noah Cross, the magician potentially showing up to play some Madden on this lovely Super Bowl Sunday. Speaking Hi, of Andrew. In the chat, Drew is in the chat, the maker of the emotes you see there. Hello, Drew. Welcome to the chat. Uh, and you all can join the chat, too. Come and join us live uh, later on today, probably around 2 o'clock, Noah, yeah? Uh, yeah, 2 o'clock. For some Madden. Uh, We're going to so give you a preview in. of the Super Bowl. It's going to be... Yeah. So competitive. Whoever wins so is good. going to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. Well, well, I, I, I think without even saying it, I, I'm going to be playing as the Bucks. Oh, yeah. And Helen going to be playing as the Chiefs. Obviously. <laughs> Look at Pat, Pat, Patty Mahomes and I have the same skin tone, and we're both just yeah. stallions. We're <laughs> both, both stallions. like Kermit the Frog. <laughs> uh -huh, you're so Take hilarious. that, Noah. You're hilarious. <laughs> All right. Speaking of All hilarious, right, we let's talk about, about preseason power rankings. Uh-huh. I was going like to say, that. I was going to say, speaking of hilarious, we could just talk about where the Red Sox are on this list. <laughs> How dare you, sir? <laughs> We've got the power rankings that Noah uh, thought, hey, let's give our opinion on this. Uh, so I got the top 10 here. I'll read those quick. And then, Noah, this is a good segment you put together. I'll let you take the reins after that. Coming in 10th was Tampa Bay. 9th was Toronto. 8th was the New York Mets. Seventh is the Oakland Athletics. Sixth, my pick at the end of last season to win the World Series, the Chicago White Sox. Fifth place is the Minnesota Twins. Fourth place, one of Noah's favorites, the Atlanta Braves. Third mm. place comes the New York Yankees. Second place comes one of my current favorites, the San Diego Padres. And in first place comes the Dodgers. <laughs> Shocker! Um, so, yes, Boo Dodgers is right, Drew. Thank you. Someone with a little bit of sense. Noah, could you give us a little background on these power rankings? We'd love to hear your opinion. Yeah, definitely. So I went ahead and just broke down the top five into the MVPs of the team or the people who are going to make the most impact, right? Why are these teams in the top five is what the questions I wanted to answer. Number one is pretty obvious with the Dodgers, right? And especially after picking up Bauer, they have cemented their spot at the top of their division in the National League. Uh, and they've spent their honestly their position on top of baseball period with the signing of Trevor Bauer. If you have a if you have Clayton Kershaw, all right, you have Trevor Bauer, Walker Bueller, David Price, Trevor May, or I'm sorry, 
Dustin May, who is a solid starting pitcher, and they still have more depth beyond those five for their starting rotation if they needed it. Basically unstoppable. But yeah, they have Julio Urias, we also didn't mention. All right, it's insane. And then they have guys like Mookie Betts. They have guys like Cody Bellinger. They have guys like Corey Seager. They have guys like Max Muncy. And they did it last year. And honestly, last year they made it look freaking easy. I mean, sure, they went to the elimination game in um, the championship round and you know whatever else, but they just made it look so easy, especially against the, the Rays. And don't get me wrong, the Rays look a little tired by the end of it, but they uh, yeah, well, were the, the Rays best kept team period. making it hard on themselves. Yeah. The, the Rays were, the best team, were the, one of the best teams in the playoffs, period, if not the best by the time we got to the World Series. Uh, so that is the number one team there of the Dodgers just stacking themselves on top of baseball like there's like it's nobody's business. The Padres, really cool to see them in the number two hole. Tyler, if they didn't they sign Blake that. Snell, if they didn't pick up Snell, are they in this spot? They'd have probably been like fourth or fifth. Right. Um, didn't expect to see them as number two. I think no. everyone and their cousin and their mother and their – uh, neighbor expected the Yankees to be mm-hmm. number two. Mm-hmm. So the fact that the uh, the Padres were number two with guys like Snell and Darvish, who they just picked up to really cement their starting rotation, and they still have a good amount of depth in their starting rotation past beyond those two as well. Those aren't uh, even the two who I'm most concerned about. It's the guys like Machado and Tatis Jr. Yeah. who are the ones that I'm really, really looking forward to seeing uh, oh, pull yeah. it out this year. I think Tatis, honestly, this season, hot take right out the gun here, uh, Tatis could win MVP this season. Oof, that'd be awesome. I mean, he, he is on the cover of MLB The Show 21, which comes exactly. out in a month, and I will be getting. It, so, I, I, you know what? Just because it's Tatis, I've thought about it. I'm getting it. Actually, I'm going to pre order it. So, I, I want any perks that <laughs> I'm going to do. So, <laughs> I'll, I'm going to do that actually when we get when we are done here. I'm going to clean my house because I painted, as you know. With by the way, big yeah. shout out to the Papa Bard. Thank you so much for helping me paint. I'll be posting it on my personal Facebook page if anyone wants to see my fa- my paint job or um, my Instagram. And you see Papa Bard, Tyler's dad, who is a pro, unreal, unreal. Like he did the edge work. He's all only been hand. doing it for seventy thousand years yeah. now. So he did all freehand edge work, uh, no tape. No tarps. He just did it, and it looks amazing. And I and he taught me how to roll properly, and it also looks good, which I was surprised by. So it was great. Hi, Mama Pal. We hope you're doing great. We miss you. And Callie. <laughs> anyway, so yes, the Padres are at number two. Uh, number three, hmm, the New York Yankees, baby. Let's go. Garrett Cole, obviously, bringing the Yankees into this number three spot. Look and- at the person they chose for this graphic. Yeah, well, I mean, to be fair, the man did mash last year. <laughs> I'm like, of all the people. He uh, did mash last year, <laughs> like really mash last year. Uh, the likes of Luke Voigt is who we're considering. But anyway, Garrett Cole, obviously. Corey Kluber and uh, Jameson Tyone, that's awesome. Gold pickups, risky. We don't know what's going to happen. We don't know what's going to happen. Uh, Cole Kluber can come out and get hurt again. And same with right. Tyone. Or they can come out and just not have what they used to. Or, best case scenario, they hit, and it, we're just like, oh, shit, Kluber's back, you know? So that'd be dope. Uh, and then you have Aaron Judge. I mean, come on. Giancarlo Stanton, I mean, come on. Gio Urshela, who is still shocking everybody because nobody ever thought Gio Urshela would be, like, in the spot he's in at the moment um, of the power rankings or even of baseball because he wasn't even supposed to be on the team uh, literally two years ago, three years ago, when the injury started, Miguel Andujar was technically the starting third baseman. He had to leave, and next thing you know, Gio Urshela shows up, and they're like, you know, he's the next great thing, and he's awesome. Tyler, you, you 
you you know you like Rochella, right? How do you feel about Rochella? I do, I do. Yeah, okay. no, there's, I I am a, uh, people have probably figured this out by now. I am a kind of out of the norm Red Sox fan. I adore the Red Sox, absolutely big Red Sox fan. But the players on the Yankees, I have no problem with. It's the organization. There's a few players on the Yankees. No one knows for sure that I don't like, like Aaron Hicks. I can't stand his guts. I hope he never gets another hit in his entire career. Uh, but, you know, there's the Yankees organization is who I have issues with. Yeah. Uh, but Gio Urshela, oh, my gosh, what a great player. Oh, yeah. uh, he, he is one who I think will be uh, a mainstay in the MLB in some point here coming up. He just got to find his little niche. And uh, I think he has the opportunity to be big. Definitely. And then obviously Luke Voigt, who you saw in the power rankings graphic there. Luke Voigt. Yeah, cementing the Yankees uh, in number three. So that's awesome. Uh, the Braves, who Tyler said are one of my favorites in the National League. I love the Braves. I've always liked them. They play old school baseball, and I respect that. I respect the hell out of that. I, I do say that they should add a little bit of you know a new flair in some spots, but I like the old school field that they have. Um, and they have Charlie Morton who is their new acquisition that's really big for them. Mike Soroka, who's going to be their solid number two punch. Freddie Freeman, I mean, come on. Uh, and Travis Diarnone, who, again, I think Diarnone is probably going to be a massive factor for that team this year. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's he, he's been a solid catcher for a while. I mean, I, I might put him just after JT Romuto. Ooh. Not like, Gary Sanchez? <laughs> can you? All right. Can you give me? Can you give me someone who honestly would be number two after JT Romuto? No. Well, the only name that ever would uh, come to mind would have been Gary Sanchez, but after the season he had last year, um, you know, I'd put Kyle Higashioka before Gary Sanchez. Really, Higgy? I mean, I love I love me some Higgy. You know that. I mean, I'm... I think Kyle Higashioka should be the Yankees starter personally. Oh, I I agree, a ten billion percent. Absolutely. Wait, what do you? What was your question? Because I said I'd put him behind up Sanchez. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you meant you would put him in the number two. I I asked you who is after Romuto. Yeah, no, yeah, no. You you've got it right. Darno okay. is definitely the number two spot. Um, but I was just I was joshing you when I said Gary Sanchez. All right, bet. Uh, cool. Yeah, no, absolutely. And then the, we had the, the twins at number five, which you had you had said something was a little off about that. But I listen. We've we've mentioned the twins for the last how many episodes? They always come up. They're always in that picture. And the twins have had the Red Sox number for the last however long I've been watching baseball. Um, I know you don't believe in the Twins and the way you're no. looking at the camera. Why would I? Do you see what Do you see what this team does to the Twins every postseason, Tyler? No, do I you get see it. You guys the always Yankees beat them there, though. Beat them. The Yankees victimized the Twins. The Yankees beat the holy hell out of the Twins <laughs> in the postseason. <laughs> it's not even close. Right now. The Bomba squad, my ass. They've got Kente they, Maeda. They've got Jose I Barrios. They've care. got Miguel Sano. They've got Polanco. They've got Josh Donaldson. They've got... Uh, Andrelton Simmons just signed to this team. The, the players themselves, matter. the players, defense wins games. The okay. players themselves Thanks, absolutely see something in this team. Everyone wants to play there right now. Everyone wants to go there right now. They are a team that has a winning mentality, a young mentality. They are a team that wants to get this done. And I'm sad that my team, the Sox, didn't make it because I think they're a similar team, the White Sox. I think they are a similar build. I mean, they uh, almost made the top five. 
they were very close. Uh, and for me to have predicted them at the end of last season, ho-hum, I am uh, pretty proud of that prediction. Um, I will see if our predictions stick because Noah and I will allow ourselves to change our picks right on day one of the regular season uh, as to who we think is going to win the World Series. And I promise you, I'm not picking the Dodgers or the Yankees. So stay tuned as to who my pick is going to be for the World Series champion. I will say you not picking the Dodgers Yankees is is to surprise of nobody. Like that is. I picked. I have picked the Yankees. Well, you know what? Our viewers wouldn't know this because we, uh, you know, we only had one prediction of World Series winner, and I picked the Rays and was almost right. Um, But I, uh, for the last however many years we've known each other, Noah, since we've been friends since 2012, 2011, 2012, um, I have picked the Yankees probably seven of those years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um they've just kept letting me down so i refuse to pick them ever again until they win a world series <laughs> yep i hear you on that um, letting down thing but um <laughs> really quick in the power rankings let's just, let's just go over a few notables yeah that, absolutely. I guess, our teams. so we obviously said the white Sox are number six and uh, seven we'll go through ten uh a's mets blue jays and then rays so that's no surprise those are teams that have been fairly no- notable absolutely uh, expect in the last couple of years uh team like let's just say the astros i say we could recognize them they're 13 uh team like I think the, they got snubbed. you think they should be higher I, do. I mean i don't they're not bad they, they, they were actually a really good team last year as much as nobody wanted to say it the astros didn't lose much of a stride um yeah not at all the, the Nationals, who are now two years off of the World Series victory, are 22. Yeah. That's sad. I, and I love the Nationals, like, so much. That's really sad. Um, but who knows? They could do it again because they were the Cinderella story. Um, the Red Sox are 23, which is hilarious. And we'll get Tyler's yeah, opinion in a minute. Yeah, I think the problem is the fact that the Red Sox are at the position they're in currently. Yes. Okay. That is an issue. The Red Sox being at position 23 uh, greatly saddens me. Mm. Um, I think it's a position the Red Sox are used to being in, um, not being able to get the team that everyone sees as this massive, massive presence. Um, But I I think they've dealt with it before. You know, the 2004 team, as much as everyone says now how elite they were, they weren't a team that everyone was like, oh, shit, look out. Same with the 2013 team. That wasn't a team where everyone was terrified of them. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think uh, we could see some surprises out of this team with, with maybe the pickups like Kike Hernandez or something that uh, turns the team around. We don't know. I'm going to judge it right now because I think it's ridiculous. Um, but, you know, who knows? Anything can happen in this glorious game of baseball, which is why we love it so much. I think these preseason power rankings are going to change by week four of the season. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, and we are going to see a lot of different uh, opinions on this as the seasons approach. I can't wait to see what Kevin Millar and Chris have to say about this season uh, when intentional talk comes back. Mm. Uh, we will definitely be tuning into that. I think that's my favorite baseball talk show. Uh, and I try to base our comedy a little bit off of what we see there. Yeah, my favorite baseball talk show. It's a tough one. I really like uh, High Heat. Anytime I can see A Rod and and uh, David Ortiz talking, oh, I enjoy always, it as well. That's always the best. <laughs> I want them, A Rod and David Ortiz. Could you just have a freaking show already? Oh Please. yeah, absolutely. Like if, I mean, if they had a, a podcast, if they had, no, I want a show because they're like they they always josh each other, you know, and like do things. But um, if they had a show and it was a daily show, I'd watch it every day. I it'd be like Quick Pitch. Like I watch Quick. If I could watch Quick Pitch every day, I would. I just have to go work. Yeah. In the morning. But I love Quick Pitch. I would watch David Ortiz. 
they run every day. Well, I, I don't I watch it after, like later in the day, there's already games happening again. So it's kind of like, a, yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, just know? wake up earlier, like me, like a freak. Wake no. up at the crack of dawn. <laughs> that's not an option. Yeah, these preseason power rankings, I don't think anyone is overly shocked at the order that everything went in. I think that everyone's uh, probably pretty uh, surprised at the how just how low the Red Sox fell. Um, because just by, with a name like the Red Sox, you mm. usually stay in the top 20 at least. Um, but if we're being honest with ourselves, they're probably right about where they deserve to be after their performance last season. Um, but they have definitely fallen from grace. They were one of the best teams in baseball and have landed where they were. But you know what? Every dog has its day, uh, and hopefully we will see the Red Sox begin to rise to the great team they were just three years ago. Um, It is a great sign that we are headed towards baseball season. We are just about there, Noah. Um, mm. I know you're excited. Your season Pumped. tickets, hopefully we'll be able to use them at Hell some yeah. point uh, and get out to a few games. I am uh, ha- having my fingers crossed. Get it? Crossed? Cro- cro- anyway. Thank you. Um, <laughs> that we will be able to get some baseball in this year. Uh, by all intents and purposes, they are still planning on going live uh, on the season at the original start date. So we'll see if they can keep that up. Um, but we are going to keep bringing you content as often as possible. Not just us, but everyone here at the CMG Network will try to bring you as much content as possible. There are quite a few shows, 28-plus shows on the CMG Network now, with more coming. Everyone's making ads now, too, so you will get to hear from a lot of the other content creators here at the CMG Network. If you enjoy making podcasts as well, why not make your own with us? For just $15 a month, we can get you started and on your way. Just make a idea and we can make it into a podcast here at CMG Media. The CloverCrestMedia.com is what you are looking for if you are looking to find your favorite podcast, sports podcast, and other forms of media. For now, this has been Baseball with the Bard. My name is Tyler Bard. That person over there is Noah Cross, the magician. We will see you all on the next episode of Baseball with the Bar. Baseball with the bar.